Welcome to Beautiful Baggage, confidence, wellness, and wisdom through travel and everyday adventure. I'm Stephanie Martin-Taylor, your guide to this podcast journey. Thanks for joining me. everyone. I hope this podcast episode finds you safe and well and brings you a bit of solace at the time I'm recording it and putting it out there into the world. This is a time, April, end of April 2020, when coronavirus is still very much among us and it's a difficult time for a lot of people. So just know that I'm thinking of you and hope that you are, again, safe and well. Last spring, my stepson was graduating from college, and I decided to give him a very popular graduation gift. It's one I received around the time I graduated. You may know it, or even own it yourself. It's a book by Dr. Seuss called Oh, the Places You'll Go. The book is essentially an inspiring pep talk for graduates, or really anyone starting out on something new, some new adventure. The adventures they'll have, all the great things they'll achieve, as long as they remember that In Dr. Seuss's words, life is a great balancing act. Meaning that along the way, they'll run into problems like feelings of failure, feeling lost, scared, lonely, and all that is normal. In fact, if you want to experience the good stuff, the not so great stuff is also part of the deal. And that's what makes this book such a classic. It's optimistic, but also realistic. I recently read through my own copy of Oh, the Places You'll Go, and there's a part that really struck me as being apropos for this period of time, this time when the coronavirus pandemic is still keeping so many of us waiting to resume our normal lives. It's the part where Dr. Seuss tells the reader that sometimes you'll find yourselves in, and I'm quoting now, a most useless place, the waiting place. And then you turn the page, and on the next two pages, Dr. Seuss has lots and lots of little drawings of people sitting or standing still and waiting for things. Just waiting, Dr. Seuss says in the text below the drawings. Waiting for a train to go, or a bus to come, or a plane to go, or the mail to come, or the rain to go, or the phone to ring, or the snow to snow, or waiting around for a yes or a no, or waiting for their hair to grow. Everyone is just waiting. So many people are in that waiting place right now. Some are waiting for their stimulus checks to come. They're waiting in long lines at food banks or long lines to get tested for COVID-19. Others are waiting to find out whether their sick loved ones will survive the virus. And almost everyone is waiting for the day that the pandemic will be behind us. I know I certainly am. In the book, Dr. Seuss makes it clear that the waiting place is not the place you want to live your life. He tells readers, it's not good for you. Even if you fall into it from time to time, you need to find your way out of it and get back into your groove, back into that cycle of adventure, success, failure, and more success. He doesn't really give advice, though, on what to do while you're in the waiting place. Do you spin an anxiety while you're waiting? Do you try to do something useful or uplifting? Learn a language? Read a book? Or do you just acknowledge that you're in the waiting place and just wait? He doesn't say. I know I've had all kinds of reactions, positive, negative, and neutral, to being in my personal waiting place during this time of tremendous uncertainty. 
I'm accepting some things, like the fact that large gatherings like big concerts and large sweaty yoga classes aren't going to be part of my near future. These are things I enjoy, but they're just not going to be in my life probably for at least the next year. I'm having a harder time with the idea that I don't know when I can safely see my family again. My side of the family lives in Texas. My husband's side of the family is in England. And travel in either direction from California, where I live, is really risky right now and probably will be for months to come. What I can feel positive about is that while I'm in this waiting place, I can find a new form of life that isn't about waiting. I'm lucky enough to have a full-time job, there's lots to do there, and there are projects at home to work on. I can keep creating podcasts, calling my family, and as a life coach, I can coach clients on managing their issues around being in the waiting place. So in a sense, I'm saying that you and I can get out of the waiting place right now by using our minds to get us into a more adventurous, productive place, even if we still, because of circumstances, have to shelter in place. It's taken me a lot of work to get into that mindset, and I'm still working on it. But when we get into that mindset, we can really tap into our resilience and maybe find some new strengths and skills that we didn't even know we had. We just need to get our minds off the idea that waiting is all we're doing. And backing up a bit, we can also use the waiting place as a time to stop and feel the negative emotions that are there, like fear, mourning, sadness, and anger. Feeling negative feelings and processing them is productive and healthy as well. It's not something we should be in a rush to get past. It's part of that great balancing act that Dr. Seuss is talking about. If you want to experience the highs, you also need to experience and process the lows as well. Don't run away from them. Be in them and then move past them. So how about you? Do you feel like you're in the waiting place? And what does that feel like for you? How are you coping or not coping? What are you creating or not creating? And how might you change your thoughts around being in the waiting place in ways large or small to shift your perspective just slightly on it? There's no right or wrong answer, but it's worth exploring. And if you feel like sharing, please come on over to my website, yourbeautifulbaggage.com and share with me in an email or the comments section. Or perhaps you want to experience a life coaching session. I offer free 20 minute sessions to new prospective clients and there's no obligation to go beyond that. So if you drop me a line, I'd be happy to tell you more about it. That's it for today. Please keep collecting beautiful baggage. Stay safe and well, and I'll see you next time. Take care.